In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for you to be a rock star with Rock Talk and Craig Deswald. Get ready to learn how to achieve rock star status in your industry. Craig is the creator of the Rockstar System for Success, and he'll share tips and strategies on how you, entrepreneurs and businesses, can use outside-the-box marketing strategies to stand out from your competition. This high-energy show will feature interviews with celebrity rock stars as well as business rock stars. Plus, you'll learn how to be perceived as an expert and celebrity in your field, so more people come to you to buy your services and products. It's time to be a rock star with Rock Talk on Tuginet.com. And now, here's your host, Craig Deswalt. May 3rd, 2011, and uh, we, have very, we have two, actually, very special guests today. We're going to bring on in a little while uh, Andy Sokol and Gina St. George from a company called Copy Scan, and they are so, so such rock stars in their industry. So we're going to bring them on right away as soon as they get online. Um, but first, I'm going to go over a couple of things. I just want to point out that if anyone um, wants to go to New York City, if you're from New York City or you're near New York City or you want to go to New York City because you've never been to New York City and it's a great, 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 great place to go, uh, I'm going to be there speaking at Author 101 University on May 22nd and 23rd in New York City at the Skyline Hotel. Uh, if you want to register for that event, go to www author101university.com. That's A-U-T-H-O-R-101university.com. And because you're listeners of this radio show, instead of $499 per person, there's only 100 seats, so they're not giving out any free tickets. It is $499 per person. But if because you're on, you're listening to this radio show, and you get the ticket for only two hundred and forty-nine dollars if you enter the word Cody C O D Y in the coupon code. So enter the word. So go to www.author101university.com, enter the word Cody C O D Y in the coupon code for a half-price ticket. But you got to do it really, really, really soon because I think there's only like twenty seats left. But I'll be speaking there. Tom Antion will be speaking there. Rick Frischman will be speaking there. And there's a bunch of agents and publishers and other authors that you can network with as well. So a bunch of people will be there. you got to go to this two days, May 22nd and 23rd in New York City. If you're close or if you're far away, you can fly in. It's really, really, really a great event. In fact, it's the event that really launched my career. And I'm now blessed to be making about seven figures a year in my speaking business simply because I went to one of those events called Author 101 University, got well known, met a lot of connections, and uh, it was quite, quite, quite a great uh, seminar. Yes, I want to do both at the same time, Jill. Okay, so uh, after that, uh, before that, uh, next week, uh, this week actually, I'm leaving on Thursday 
to go to Denver for another author conference. It's called Author You, Author You, and it's www.authoru.org if you want to go there. I'll be in Denver on Friday and Saturday. And then I have a really huge event coming up on um, May 9th to the 13th. May 9th to the 13th, or May 9th to the 12th. No, May 9th to the 13th. It's T. Harv Ecker's event uh, in Universal City in California, Universal City, California. It's at the Hilton Universal, and I'll be speaking there as well. At that event, that's going to be a huge event, over a 1,000 people at an event called Gorilla Business School. I'm very blessed to be getting to speak at that event. So uh, without further ado, let's bring on our very, very special guests today. First, we have Andy Sokol, and we also have Gina St. George. So we're doing a twofer today. Hey, guys, how you doing? Hello. How's it going, Craig? I'm great, Andy. Hi, Gina. Hi. So, uh, all right, you guys are in uh, sunny Florida, and I'm in sunny California. So how's the weather there in Florida? It's bright and sunny as usual. Really? <laughs> how odd. <laughs> how, how can that be? I know. So a little bit about Andy and Gina. They're um, uh, friends of mine for a very, very long time. They're in the Rockstar Coaching Program. But there's something extra special about them as well, besides being great people and very, very successful entrepreneurs. Back in, uh, in the last boot camp, my uh, last boot camp, March 2011, well, actually, before that, we had a mastermind meeting, a Rockstar mastermind meeting in January 2011. And at that meeting, I have a party at my house after the first mastermind day, and we were all there. And I got this great idea to have a weight loss contest. And, uh, and, I, and I was um, myself, Andy, and Larry Broughton were all in each other's faces. Oh, I am so going to win. I'm going to kick your butt. I am I'm so going to lose 25 pounds. Well, to make a really long story short, we all got on the scale, and, and this is how good my rock star program is. I actually had 10 women get on the scale in front of about 15 guys. So uh, if, if anyone needs to be, learn how to be motivated or get people motivated, I'm the guy because I can get women on a scale in front of men. But anyway, so we had 25 of us got on the scale. We all weighed ourselves, and we all had a bet that uh, whoever lost the most weight, we would donate money to that person's charity. I thought for sure I was going to win. And uh, I ended up losing 16 pounds, and I thought that was good, but I knew it wasn't going to be good enough because I think I came in third. Larry Broughton lost, I think, 18 or 19 pounds, but Andy Sokol lost I think, what was it, 25 pounds? It was 25 exactly pounds. That's correct. 25 pounds he lost in literally, I think it was two months. or Actually, it was a little less than two months he lost 25 pounds. And to make matters worse, Gina won the women's division by how much did you lose, Gina? 13. 13 pounds. Now, now the thing about Gina is she has no weight to lose. So the fact that she <laughs> lost 13 pounds is even more incredible. So they lost 38 pounds together. We just think they actually took limbs off their body or something. I don't know. It was very, very strange. But they both won. And so congratulations again, both of you. Thank you. That was a lot of fun actually to do that. And, of course, uh, any challenge that I get, I have to go after I, it. I know, right? How I'm wired. 
Yes, you are. All right, so uh, let's let's just start off from the beginning. Why don't you? Uh, why don't you guys? I don't know who wants to take this question. I'll just start throwing out some questions, and we're just going to basically talk for the next fourteen hours, and uh, and we'll just like because uh, I know you guys very very well, so we'll just kind of talk. So when did you? When did you start? When did you decide to become like an entrepreneur? I know you guys are entrepreneurs. When did you start this wackiness of entrepreneurism? Well. Uh Back when I was around five or six years old, I needed some money, and uh, <laughs> my, my parents didn't have a whole lot of money to give me allowance and, and everything, so I decided, okay, I've got to go earn this money, and uh, what could I do? I'm only six years old. So it dawned on me that we had a, lemonade, a lemon tree in the backyard, and I used to make lemonade, and uh, so I decided to have a lemonade stand. And well, so that's a, that, a, lot, a lot of kids do the lemonade stand, but I think you did something a little bit different, didn't you? <laughs> well, I, I used to sell the lemonade out in front of the uh, front of the house, and then when we moved, I decided, well, this lemonade stand is going pretty good. We moved to a house on the golf course, and uh, our our backyard was actually facing the fifteenth green, and so what I used to do was I used to sell lemonade in the backyard, and I kind of created my own market. <laughs> what I did was uh, we had we had the uh, different stops at the golf course where the golfers would get water. And they had cups and they had water, uh, ice buckets and everything with water in it. And, uh, of course, down in Florida, it's pretty darn hot in the summer. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I was wondering why business was slow one day, and that was the day they had put up water machines. And there was a water machine right at the tee-off on our same hold we were on, so I got the idea to go over there and, and uh, empty out the, the, the containers with, with cold water, and all of a sudden, business picked up. <laughs> you're, you're, I don't know if that's clever or just plain mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you talk about being a rock star and creating a market. Well, I sure there was sure a need that I created. No, to tell you the truth, uh, not only does not only do I relate to that story, but uh, I actually use uh, this story at all my boot camps now because Andy told me about this a long time ago, and I thought to myself, what a great way to create demand, <laughs> a clever way to create demand. Now I don't suggest everyone like you know uh, take down their competitors like that, like a bottle of water, but it is a very clever way to create a demand, especially in Florida, and by the fifteenth hole you 're so hot you 're dying for water, mm-hmm. so you uh, and, and so you probably so you basically you 're retired now aren 't you <laughs> <laughs> that 's funny uh, okay so that okay so that was that 's when you started becoming an entrepreneur and why don 't you we have about two minutes before we go to break why don 't you uh, just give us a quick uh, quick overview of what you are doing now and what copy scan is, and then when we get back from the break, we'll really get into it. Okay, great. Uh, copy scan is a just like it sounds a copying and scanning company, and we started off more as a uh, a quick copy, photocopy kind of shop where we made duplications of records, and we started primarily working with law firms for their legal cases, and over the last uh, sixteen years. We've developed more on the uh, because of changes in technology. We just we've developed more as a scanning business. So that's what we do. We scan records all day long. And uh, so you scan records for what kind of industries? Well, law firms for their uh, uh, legal work, and with uh, recent legislation with um, uh, the HIPAA and uh, healthcare bill, 
Uh, now we're doing more work with uh, medical offices where they're actually required to scan all those patient files that you see when you walk in the door. They require to have all that scanned by the year 2015. So that's not very far away. No, and and it's, and you know I see all those medical records all the time. So that's not going to take like a day for a couple of uh, office assistants to start scanning in their personal computer. Oh no, no, no! They they, they <laughs> can't possibly do it. Uh, we they have to have a, a company such as ours go in there and and take all the records, and we'll have to take them in batches, of course, because patients right. come in and uh, help them fulfill that uh, that backfile conversion. Well, I just love the idea, and um, when we get back from the break, we're going to get really into detail of what CopyScan has done uh, to further uh, uh, grow their business because of changes in the market and changes in the way we do business. Uh, when we come back, I will be talking with, again, Andy Sokol and Gina St. George, all the way from CopyScan offices in beautiful Florida. This is Craig Doeswalt with Rock Talk. We'll be right back. Perceived as an expert and celebrity in your field, so more people come to you to buy your services and products. This is Rock Talk with Craig Deswalt, and we'll be right back after these on Toginet.com. In the healthcare industry today, most of us are left in the dark when our doctors talk to us about our health and wellness. It seems that they don't have enough time to be informative and give us the options we deserve. Are you frustrated with today's medical advice as I am? Join the Medical Insider with Danny Walker and Dr. Richard Powell as they discuss the insider look at various therapies, medications, supplements, and much, much more. We will bring you the cutting-edge information regarding your health care and how you can take control of your health care decisions by not being fooled but being informed. Danny Walker and Dr. Richard Powell will be joined by experts in various fields throughout the healthcare industry, and they'll uncover the information that you should know about when it comes time to making those crucial decisions. Don't be fooled. Be informed with the Medical Insider every Wednesday at 1 o'clock Eastern, 12 Central. Thursday nights, get ready for the Read My Lips Tips for Success radio show with your host, Linnea Millette, at 11, 10 Central on Toginet.com. What are the Read My Lips Tips for Success? Well, it's spelled out like this. R. Realize it is possible. E. Embrace all relationships. A. Advance through adversity. D. Develop your significance. M. Manage your health and wealth. Y. Yield to your natural abilities. L. Listen to your heart. I. Invest in yourself. P. Persist by taking small steps. And S. Serve others. Each week on the show, you'll find a safe haven whereby tips, insights, and strategies are shared by Linnea and her guests. Go to Linnea's website, readmylipstips.com. Then join us Thursday nights at 11, 10 p.m. Central for the Read My Lips Tips for Success radio show with your host, Linnea Millette on toginet.com. Welcome back to Rock Talk, teaching you how to achieve rock star status in your industry. How you, entrepreneurs and businesses, can use outside-the-box marketing strategies to stand out from your competition. Now, let's get back to Rock Talk with your host, Craig Deswalt. It's my 
It's now or never. It's my life. This is Craig Duswalt with Rock Talk, and we are here with our very, very special rock star entrepreneur guests, Andy Sokol and Gina St. George, all the way from beautiful downtown Florida. What, what city are you guys in? Fort Lauderdale? Fort Lauderdale. I've heard of that place. I'm actually going there June 20th to July 6th, so I'll see you guys if you're going to be there. We'll be there. All right. Do you have a boat? Of course. All right. I want to go on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go on a boat. I want to take my kids on the boat. I want to go fishing and all that stuff. Then just come on down. All right, baby. All right. So uh, back to this wonderful world of scanning. Uh, what, when, did, uh, when did you guys uh, decide to get into this wacky world of scanning? Well, uh, back in the early 90s, I uh, was working with a uh, local recruiter that got me a position as a sales position for a copying business. And they started doing scanning. And when I went on the interview, I was thinking, my gosh, don't people have copy machines in their offices? What do they need us for? <laughs> but uh, I, I, I was speaking to my parents about it at the time, and my, my dad was an attorney, my mom a legal secretary, and they had said, my gosh, the copying, and, copying business is huge. It's a huge industry. They work with the law firms all the time, and they would come into their office. The, the copy guys would come into their office almost daily and sometimes several times a day. So I said, okay, this, this sounds like it might be something kind of fun to do. Let me go ahead and, and, and try it out. And I took a position with the company. And uh, after a couple of years, I realized that, uh, that I wanted to go ahead and start my own company. And so I had learned a lot of things about the copy business. And at that time, scanning was just getting started. This was back in 92, 93, 94 was when I was there. And, um, and so I decided, okay, let me go ahead and, and go for this on my own, thinking like a rock star, of course. Yeah, baby. And, uh, and so that's when I, I founded CopyScan, actually back in 1995. And, so, uh, so you've been in business for, uh, for 16 years then? Yes. Very nice. That's yeah. when my wife and I started our modeling and the talent agency and our uh, and our ad agency back then. But oh, I didn't know. Uh, that. Yeah, we did. We started. I, I heard you was opening up a scanning school, so I decided to open up something myself. <laughs> <laughs> you are so competitive. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's right. No, you are. It's you, man. You won. All right. So uh, okay. So I teach people, you know, as you guys know, how to stand out from the competition, how to do things uh, different than everybody else, and every. Everyone always says to me, well, it's easy for you, Craig, because you toured with Guns N' Roses, so you have this really wild and crazy background, so it's easy for you to think outside the box. And I say that's just not true. Anyone can think outside the box if they just, well, if they came to my boot camp and or they just started thinking differently than everybody else. So what are the things that help uh, you guys stand out from the crowd when you got, it st- when you got started? Oh, that's an easy question, and it's actually made the job a lot of fun of, of uh, owning our own business and, and, and working with the customers and growing it from scratch, literally from scratch. Um, one of the first things that we did was we decided how can we get, a, uh, get the attention of our potential customers. And, and working with law firms, really we discovered that our potential customer was the paralegal, and everyone knows that most paralegals are female. And uh, I, wait, a, wait, wait, I did not know that. Yes. yes I did not true. know that. Okay. Well, now I learned. are female. And, okay. and most females love chocolate. I, I did not know that either. <laughs> actually, so, that's not, actually, that's not true. I did know that. Gina, do you like chocolate? 
I absolutely do. <laughs> well, but you didn't have any chocolate between January 10th and March uh, 8th, did you? I'm pretty sure I didn't have any at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. I, I think she might have uh, might have sneaked one or one or two uh, chocolates sleeping. Uh, there you go. Because <laughs> we have chocolates all over our office here. But anyway, what we did with our customers is we decided, okay, let's let's go ahead and get them to remember us. Let's give them a good experience on working with us. So we decided to do was every time, uh, well, the, first of all, to get the customers, we bought these little boxes. They look like like small jewelry gift boxes. Right. And I found a supplier that gave that I bought these little boxes from, and we baked chocolate cookies. Nice. And we baked them right right in our oven, and at the uh, we rented an oven and brought it into the kitchen in our office and started cooking cookies. And we decided to blanket every single paralegal in our town. We cooked thousands of cookies, thousands of cookies and thousands of cookies. And over a period of a few months, we got them all. I'm convinced we got them all. That is so rock star, man. <laughs> and what we did, we would walk into a, uh, we would have these cookies in, um, hidden, of course, because you're not allowed to solicit in high-rise uh, office buildings. We had these cookies um, packaged in a, uh, a brown sack that we used to carry in the elevator so the security guards wouldn't see what we were doing. And we would get, I couldn't believe that they didn't smell it, though, because we'd walk off the elevator and people would go, wow, those cookies smell good. Can I have one? And they didn't <laughs> I know smell, what it I was. I smell them from here. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, and so we would deliver these cookies, and that was one way we got the names of everybody, because we'd walk into an offer and we'd go up to the receptionist and say, hey, I want to give these cookies out to all the paralegals. Can you just help me with my list? I want to make sure I don't forget anybody. And, I'll see, and then she would start reading off all the names of the paralegals in the firm. We didn't have a list. We walked in there. And so that's how we got our list of names. And we would write, handwrite their name on the cookie box. Wow. And we had a little label made up that said uh, priority package. It looked like a UPS or a FedEx priority package label, but we, we took the, uh, the similarities of it and created our own sticker and put our logo on it and wrote their name on that. And, um, and all of a sudden we started getting calls. And we didn't have to call any back and say, hey, did you like the cookies? You know, we just wanted to introduce ourselves. People were calling us like crazy. And we'd walk into these firms to pick up a project, and we would see that they tore the box of the uh, cookie box off the wall, off of the, off the box, and they would uh, uh, tape it to their wall or thumbtack it to their wall, and that's how they had our phone number. Wow. So that, was, that got me thinking, okay, now what can we do? Let's continue this chocolate thing going on. And we decided to glue a Hershey's Kisses chocolate to each invoice. So every time we delivered an invoice, we would have a piece of chocolate uh, glued to it. And we do that to this day. Wait, wait, wait. Glued the wrap and a piece of chocolate, correct? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted (laughs) (laughs) And so we've upgraded from Hershey's Kisses to the Nuggets now, the Hershey's Nuggets. Oh, yeah. but uh, no one has really ever attempted to uh, to copy us on that. Not really, um, and we still do it to this day. And people fight over that stupid piece of chocolate, but they love it, and that's why they order from us. They 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 love the experience. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's all about. And then then what you we should, used to do. You should have sort of a chocolate chip fat cookie factory or something. Obviously, do well at that. 
<laughs> We've thought about it, but we don't want to be in the cookie business. We want to be All in right. the copying and scanning business and the shredding business as well. And, uh, but, yeah, that, that's how we really got started immediately uh, by, by chocolate. We introduced chocolate to our potential customers and made them customers. Love and then one thing we used to do is we once we got a little money, we had uh, boxes printed up with uh, our logo, huge printed up, printed on the side of the box. And we used to make sure in the elevators that people recognized us and knew about us and uh, talk in the elevator and, and, and things like that so people would recognize our brand because branding is huge. Branding is huge. Now, yeah, you something in the elevator. It's just, that's another box thing. We did uh, a variation of that, uh, then you took it to another variation. You want to go there for a second? Yes. What uh, what we did was we had uh, most of our, our customers are in the big high-rise uh, office buildings in downtown. And so that's where we decided let's, let's do some marketing. And we had uh, some people that posed as customers that uh, carried around our boxes. Their boxes, of course, were empty. But nobody knew that because there's a lid on it. And they would go in all the elevators of downtown and talk about us and say how wonderful we were. And uh, so that's my little elevator marketing uh, piece. What, what I would I people to, um, I, if you're ever at a trade show, just always have clear bags if you're selling product so that everyone in convention or will see people carrying around your products and they're where they got because they look kind of cool. What yeah. Andy and Gina did is in their high-rise building where there's a, a client and lawyers and stuff like that, they actually cost uh, and hired people to just go up and down the elevator all day long. People say, wow, there's a bunch of coffee-scanning building. Maybe we should sell that company as well. And that's a very, very awesome. In about two minutes to the break, Andy, uh, just want to ask you before we go to break, uh, I teach people to reinvent themselves. So always try to find something new, do something different because the internet changes everything, changes very, very fast. So I'm thinking, your business changed of the 16 years that you've been in business. I'm, I'm hard, having a hard time understanding you, Craig. Can you repeat the question because you're. Uh, it's sounding a little jumbled. No, okay. Uh, that's very odd. But uh, it, uh, how I teach people to reinvent all themselves. How like the copy scan business or your general industry changed over the last 16 years that you've been in business? Oh, okay. I can, I can hear you. Okay. Um, well, when we first started, like I had mentioned, it was primarily a photocopying industry. Uh, nobody really knew what scanning was, not in, not in the early 90s. I mean, yes, people had a scanner so they can scan a photograph or something in, but, but not for scanning records and actually making use of them for uh, archiving purposes so you can get rid of the boxes or for doing searches because you can actually search faster for scanned images for what you're looking for than having to read all the pages yourself. Um, so in the beginning, it was just mostly photocopying, and, and as technology advanced, and uh, different software packages came out and different machines came out to scan faster, then uh, we just stayed uh, ahead of the curve as much as possible by getting the, the newest and the best equipment every three years when we renewed our leases because I knew that this industry was going to change and, and I didn't want to be stuck with old antiquated equipment. So that's what we've done. And, and of course, when you listen to your customer and you, and you find out what is it that they want you to do, 
that helps too when you want to reinvent yourself. And, and that's what we did. We had a lot of customers asking us for additional services. So that's why we started doing uh, X-ray film copying and X-ray film scanning. Because uh, Andy, Andy, we're going to go to break right now. But when we come back, you're going to talk about those X services that you provide to copy scan. Because you're not going to just rely on the old stuff. You're going to you're going to go with the changes. You're going to roll with the changes, as already said, and do things that uh, help people in this and age. Please stay tuned for rock. Teaching you how to be perceived as an expert and celebrity in your field so more people come to you to buy your services and products. This is Rock Talk with Craig Deswalt. And we'll be right back after these on Toginet.com. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Pinrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on toginet.com. Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult. It can be joyful, happy, and filled with hope. Join Shannon Pinrod, author, speaker, coach, and mom of a six-year-old recovering from autism for this inspirational hour of hope. She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to her website, shannonpinrod.com. From there, you can also get to her other websites, blogs, and connections. On Everyday Autism Miracles, you'll hear stories from parents whose children have made miraculous strides. You'll also get the inside dish on therapies, treatments, supplements, and how to get funding to help you afford them. Miracles abound in the autism community. So tune in for Everyday Autism Miracles to listen, share, laugh, and surround yourself with hope. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Innovation and insight, problems and solutions, capitalizing on your ideas and efforts. That's all a part of Changing the World One Invention at a Time with Rick Rowe. Thursday evenings at 6, 5 central on Toginet.com. Rick will be sharing stories of innovation, invention, inspiration, and overcoming obstacles with guests who have been there, done that, and are doing that. Rick will be asking the right questions, helping you identify the real problems, and showing you how to act on your ideas by increasing consumer confidence, and more importantly, increasing your confidence to act on your ideas. For even more information, go to thinktech, that's T-E-K, globally.com. Then join us as Rick and his guest teaches how to develop new ideas and create new products, new businesses, new jobs. And together, let's get our economy growing again. It's changing the world one invention at a time with author and inventor Rick Rowe. Thursday evenings at 6, 5 central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Rock Talk, teaching you how to achieve rock star status in your industry. How you, entrepreneurs and businesses, can use outside-the-box marketing strategies to stand out from your competition. Now, let's get back to Rock Talk with your host, Craig Deswalt. It's my We are back, and this is Rock Talk with Craig Doeswalt, and we are with our very special guest once again, Andy Sokol and Gina St. George. And uh, Andy was just telling us about how they've reinvented themselves numerous times, and they have different kinds of, uh, they're not just scanning anymore. You were starting to talk about x-rays and things like that. Um, Andy, why don't you start to continue what you were just uh, talking about before you were so rudely interrupted by this break. (laughs) No problem. (laughs) Uh, Well, I had started to talk about the fact that our customers were telling us partly on how we needed to reinvent ourselves. And that's important to us because we like to send surveys out and see how we're doing. 
and we, we like to talk to our customers and, and, and find out if they have any additional needs that we need to fulfill for them. And so one of them was uh, they wanted x-ray film duplicating done because uh, one of our local competitors didn't seem to be doing a very good job, and they weren't very customer-friendly. And so our customers had asked us, hey, can you learn how to do this because we would like to buy it from you. So that's what we started doing. We bought equipment. We learned how to use it, started offering that. And then that's how we grew our business. We added different services like audio, uh, audio and video editing and, and copying, and now we're doing transfers of uh, VHS tapes to DVDs. And Oh, I didn't know that. that you're yeah. doing that too. Wow. Yeah, we sure are, and, and audio cassettes to, uh, to CDs. And um, we're doing posters now. We're making huge posters, and, and we're doing all sorts of things that, that uh, our customers have asked us to do. And, and that's kind of sort of how we fell into the shredding business as well. Because back in '03, when HIPAA uh, started becoming uh, uh, popular to to start following the rules with for privacy, um, our customers were asking us to destroy and get rid of all the photocopying that we'd done for several years for them, and uh, they didn't want to just throw it in the dumpster anymore. Sure. And so, what happened was I I said, okay, no problem. I can I can shred these boxes for you if you'd like, and. Uh, our first project was was uh, eight boxes of records to destroy. Right. And we didn't have a shredder at the time, so I went down to the local uh, office supply store and bought a $99 shredder. <laughs> and it took took three days to shred those eight boxes. Three oh, my days. gosh. Yeah, one of my employees almost killed me <laughs> uh, <laughs> because that was their job for the whole whole three days. And, and, um, and it, what, it took like five or six pages per, uh, yeah, per, yeah. Uh, <laughs> per pass? Yeah. So and then it overheats and it jams and you have to take it apart and it was just a mess. But so I started uh, subcontracting that out to other places and and really I just said you know what just take it I don't want to deal with it. And so I was giving up money and uh, just by passing the job on and and decided well hey wait a second you know we're getting more and more calls for shredding maybe we, this is something we can handle ourselves and I checked into the shredding industry and and found out it was a huge industry and. We bought some higher-end shredders and eventually a, a truck with a shredder in it, and then we were in the shredding business. So that's how Very we re- nice. reinvented ourselves. And, and we actually get scanning uh, projects because we now offer shredding. Right, because you're like a one-stop shop. Yeah. People, yeah. people would call us and they'd say, hey, um, we'd like to get this stuff shredded. Can you, can you uh, come out and take a look at it? While we're there, we ask them, well, what are you going to do? Why are you shredding it? Uh, how about getting it scanned first, and then we can shred it? And um, they love it. They love the idea. So we actually yeah, because I mean, most people, if they're getting it scanned, they don't really need the uh, papers anymore. So now they have to take the papers away and then go somewhere else. Yeah. But you, you've uh, you've uh, you've solved their problem, which is what we all want to do in business: is solve people's problems. And that's, right. that's what you guys have done brilliantly, and that's why you're rock stars. That's right. And and then and then uh, because of changes in technology. Uh, and a lot of times our other shredding companies and document storage companies have come to us and said, hey, we'd like to learn how to do scanning. You guys are, are really uh, doing a bang-up job down there in Fort Lauderdale. Can you teach us how to do this? And so we decided, uh, wait a second, we might have something here where we can actually be a trainer in our yep. own industry. And so that's what Gina and I have been doing is, is we put together this program called Scanning School, 
That's what I was just going to talk about next because that's what I teach people all the time is like you guys were sitting on a gold mine because most people that are successful in business, they just stay in their business and they do their business and it's all well and good and great. But there is so much more opportunity out there if you take because you guys have the knowledge that a lot of people want. And if you take that knowledge that people want, people will pay to either go to a boot camp or a seminar or a coaching session with you, and that's what you guys have done, and that's what we've been working on. So, yeah, let's talk. Let's jump right into scanning school then. Um, so uh, just to tell a little bit about what scanning school will be then. Okay. Well, Gina, you want to uh, go over that? Um, sure. If you want me to talk about that, that's fine. Um, what, what we're going to be doing is uh, two and a half days, uh, two days of classroom and a half a day in our production center here where we teach about uh, all the workflow and how you handle everything and how you actually execute scanning jobs. Um, and we're holding that here in, in Fort Lauderdale. And uh, we, have, uh, we have our first class almost filled, and that will be in June, and we're very excited about that. And we're what actually are the getting dates in June? The uh, 24th, 25th, and 26th. And, nice. uh, and And the the... The value that we have in, in that uh, scanning school is that we're actually tag-teaming the training because a lot of people believe that the, uh, the difficult part of being in the scanning business is how you scan, and that's actually not the hardest part. Um, so what, what, we're, what we're targeting is people who are in the record storage and in the shredding businesses because those are the people who are wanting to add scanning to their business. So uh, these, are, these are people who are already in business that we're training. So people that already have a shredding business or a... Or what was the other one? Document storage. Or a storage business. They would come to you, and you would teach them how to open up uh, another uh, ver another um, entity in their company to deal with scanning so that they would have the same success that you guys are having. That's, That's right. right. And, uh, and, and a lot of them have started dabbling in it, but they're, they're, only, they're only catching a piece of the market because they're only catching the, uh, you know, the people who say, oh, well, I, I'm shredding this, so uh, maybe I can scan it first, or the, the record storage people who say, well, uh, yeah, I need, uh, you've been storing that box for me, and I need that one file, so you can just scan it and send it to me instead of, you know, sending me the actual physical file. Right. So, so that's what they're already doing, but they're missing out on a lot of um, uh, opportunity to actually self-scanning for the sake of scanning, which is a lot of what we're teaching is how you talk to your customer, how uh, what, what the customer wants, why they want it, what output they need, because uh, there's lots of different ways to, to give people files, different ways to have them indexed and coded and, and, uh, and, uh, and organized. And uh, if you don't understand that, you can't do the consultative selling. And this, this, is, this is a business totally based on trust. Are you going to handle my stuff correctly? Because when you're, right. when you're destroying things, you know, uh, two companies could destroy things in different ways, but at the end of the day, it's destroyed. So, but when you're, when, you're, when you're scanning it, the output is going to be different, and you need to understand what, what your customer wants. So that, that's actually the hard part. The hard part is all the vocabulary around mm -hmm. uh, what, what the customer wants and, and how you do the consultative selling. And uh, we actually learned that uh, uh, to enter a new market, uh, which Andy hasn't talked about yet, we, we actually learned it accidentally because he took me along to see this customer that was an engineering company. Well, they were a manufacturing company, and we were meeting with the, um, with the uh, maintenance department because they had just done an SAP implementation. SAP is this very complex system that runs their entire company, and so they had just gone live with the maintenance module on it. 
and uh, they they wanted to uh, work on their maintenance manuals. And so Andy took me along because he's like, "Oh well, you were an engineer in your past life, and, and you <laughs> and, and you and you understand uh, and you understand manufacturing companies." And that is my background. I uh, you know I spent almost twenty years in Fortune five hundred in operations and uh, uh, you know manufacturing. So so. Uh, I, I, I went to tag along, and I'm not a salesperson. I'm an operations type. And you actually uh, it, detest salespeople. <laughs> so, 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 uh, so he 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 had me tag along because he thought, well, you yeah, you you can you can uh, meet one of our uh, one of our customers that uh, that are manufacturing people. And it turned out that because I could speak the language of SAP and I could talk about uh, what what documents are needed for what pieces of their business process because I had lived in that kind of environment, we got a gigantic account out of it, and we've done it again and again and again because now we speak that language. And so this is, this is just, you know, Andy has talked about medical and legal, but that's also a very large area that if you, if you don't understand, and, and big companies have bigger budgets than small businesses who are just archiving. Right. So, so if, you, if you can speak to them, you can sell to them. And, uh, and so I actually learned I have a salesperson inside me. <laughs> well, we all do, you know. No matter what you do in business, uh, we are all salespeople, you know. No matter what you do, you got to get new clients and you got to, you know, sell your product or services all the time. So, back to the scanning school in June, you had mentioned that some people could go to the that are kind of in the business already. But is it open to anyone? Say that there's some person that uh, works for a corporation and just sick of the job, or he or she might be getting fired soon because they're cutting back, just like everybody else in this world, and they're really thinking about becoming an entrepreneur. Would somebody that didn't know any of the business be, A, invited to come to this event, or B, uh, 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 learn from this event where they could actually open up their own uh, scanning uh, place that offers shredding and other things? Absolutely. Uh, the uh, the only reason that we've targeted shredding and document storage companies is because when you market something, you have to pick your audience. And that's right. That, yeah, and, and, and that's very, very good. Yes. It's so, so we, audience. We, we targeted that audience, but absolutely, this is a business that can be started from scratch. In fact, the barriers to entry are very low. The uh, right. the, uh, the The equipment has become very inexpensive now, and if you have you know, even sort of kind of okay credit, you can sign and drive these machines and, and um, have very little upfront cost to get started. So, uh, so absolutely, yes, this is a business that you can start from scratch. And like I said, the hard part isn't how you do the business and how you do the scanning or getting the equipment or knowing what equipment to have. The hard part is how do you market this, how do you, and how do you sell it, how do you, uh, what is the output, and how do you talk to your customer. Right, well, plus, right. Also, um, uh, one decent-sized scanning project will actually pay for everything that you need to get started. And from that point on, you're, 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 it's all gravy. And this is what you'll be teaching um, at the scanning school, correct? Absolutely. We also, it's funny you ask this question because we've been approached by some law firms that uh, typically, when, when, as a service provider, like CopyScan is, is we work with the law firms and they have, uh, some of the bigger law firms have their own in-house uh, copying department where they have a couple guys that are there that do copying and some scanning for them uh, full-time. And right. whatever whatever they can't handle, they go ahead and send over to, to us. you got to so. love that. We're going to talk more to Andy Sokol and Gina St. George right after this last break when we come back. If anyone wants to call, they can call in right now at 877 864 4869 
877-864-4869, and we'll answer your questions. This is Craig, Craig with Rock Talk. We'll be right back. Teaching you how to be perceived as an expert and celebrity in your field so more people come to you to buy your services and products. This is Rock Talk with Craig Deswalt. And we'll be right back after these on Toginet.com. Homeschooling? Have questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 central on Toginet.com. After a handsome blue-eyed Texan fell in love with Vivian at the Victoria Station in London, she found herself at DFW Airport with a tiny suitcase and a snazzy little duffel bag. Well, 25 years later, she is now happily married to that blue-eyed cowboy. They have four grown children, ages 24 to 18, who became willing guinea pigs when she unwittingly stumbled upon the world of homeschooling. Wildflower Academy flourished for 15 years. They survived and thrived, and you can too. Vivian will be covering a wide range of issues that face homeschoolers. What do you do with kids in the summer? How to set up your one-room schoolhouse? How obedience is paramount? And what to do with those snakes? Plus, you'll be sharing ideas and insights that she gleaned from other homeschoolers. So join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler. Vivian McNinney, Friday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on Toginet.com. Adoption, Journey to Motherhood with Mary Beth Wells. Monday mornings at 9, 8 a.m. Central. This is not your typical show about adopting children. This is a shared experience from Mary Beth's heart. Mary Beth will be talking about and covering all the issues pertaining to adoption, including adopted parents, birth parents, adoptees, foster care, and infertility. So, how did your journey to motherhood begin? Or are you still on the path? We want to hear all voices sharing their stories and talking about those issues that are so dear to our hearts. You see, Mary Beth is a birth mom that relinquished a child for adoption and ended up coming full circle by adopting two beautiful little girls from Guatemala. And that led to her starting a doll company about adopting baby dolls from all around the world so that children could choose their own doll and learn about that doll's heritage. For more on Mary Beth and her dolls, go to PreciousBabyDolls.com. Then join us for Adoption, Journey to Motherhood with Mary Beth Wells. Monday mornings at 9, 8 a.m. Central. Remember, the heart knows no boundaries. Welcome back to Rock Talk, teaching you how to achieve rock star status in your industry. How you, entrepreneurs and businesses, can use outside-the-box marketing strategies to stand out from your competition. Now, let's get back to Rock Talk with your host, Craig Deswalt. It's my... Okay, we are back on Rock Talk with Craig Duswalt for our final segment with the rock star entrepreneurs, Andy Sokol and Gina St. George of CopyScan in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. By the way, if any of you are near Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and you drive past CopyScan, just go in and say hi. Tell them Craig said hi. They're very, very nice people and, and very welcoming. I actually went to their office. Uh, last summer, I happened to be on vacation there, and I went to the office. It's a gorgeous office, and it's a, it's a little more gorgeous today, isn't it, than it was last time as I was there, isn't it, Mr. Sokol? <laughs> I knew that was going to come up, and uh, yes, it is. Uh, uh, my office was a mess, and you need to get rid of those pictures. Yeah, I, I have them, baby. There's blackmail. So let me just uh, share just a little thing, then we'll go back to the scanning school thing. Uh, if Misty Bystrom is out there, I think she was going to try to call in, but she might be stuck in traffic somewhere. But anyway, at my last boot camp, um, Missy Bystrom was at the uh, boot camp, and she's an organize, organization, an organizer, and she basically has a company called the Organized Connection, and there's just a bunch of ducks, uh, get your ducks in a row type deal, and that's her um, 
that's her uh, that's her uh, theme. But anyway, so she met Andy and Gina at my last boot camp, and about how many how long ago was it that she was there? She was just here a couple of weeks ago. Okay, a couple of weeks ago. Missy flew out to Florida because that's what she does. She goes into offices or homes, and she helps people organize. And Andy's office was, I wouldn't say it was the worst office I've ever seen as far as clutter, but it was up there definitely in the top ten. Tom Antion still wins for Messi's office, but, uh, but Andy's was pretty darn close, and he was pretty impressive, the, uh, the filing system that Andy had all over the room in stacks uh, about six foot high. So... About a couple of weeks ago, apparently, Missy went down to Florida and worked with Andy, well, not Gina, because Gina's office was gorgeous. Let me just clarify that. <laughs> um, but she worked with Andy, and literally, I saw pictures, and I'm going to go there in a couple, uh, I'm actually going there next month to Florida, so I'll see it for myself live, but I saw some unbelievable pictures of Andy's office with Missy and Andy and Gina in the picture, and it was just immaculate. And rumor has it, even three weeks later, it is still very clean. Am I correct? It is absolutely cr- clean, and it feels good. I've been, it's, it's, a, it's a dream to actually uh, interview people in my office uh, when I actually have an office to interview in now, because before I couldn't interview anybody in my own office. I had to take them to the conference room because I was too embarrassed. But I had right. lots, of, lots of projects going on, lots of stacks of stuff going on at one time. That's just how my mind works. Right. Um, but it's kind of funny, you know, how you know, the shoemaker's kids have uh, holes in their shoes. Right, and 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 the the painter, his own house needs painting, and so here we are. Well, and, and same thing with me. Look at me. Um, uh, my I was America's shoestring budget coach, and I couldn't. I didn't. You know, I'm a marketing guy and a marketing and a branding guy, and yet I couldn't see why am I not incorporating music in my brand because I toured with Air Supply and Guns and Roses. Sure. So I, I I didn't see that myself. You know, we can't see things, and this is why people need coaches, people need mentors, even Tiger Woods as a coach because, you know, we can't see everything ourselves. We need someone else to tell us, to show us what we're missing, what is so obvious to everyone else that we're missing. And that's, and that's exactly where Missy, I guess, stepped in for you because, well, go ahead, go ahead. Well, yeah, because what happened is uh, we started talking with her and I said to her, I said, listen, I said, I have been trying to clean my office for years. <laughs> and it's just one of those things I can never get to. And uh, now it's gotten where it's, it's a little bit beyond control. And actually, it was a lot beyond control. And, uh, and, and that was something that Gina used to uh, yell at me about, was to get myself organized in my office. Because I never yelled. Very, very you organized. never yelled? <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, so, so Missy had agreed. She says, I'm up for the challenge. She loves the challenge as well. Right. And uh, I was afraid to send her pictures because she kept on saying ahead of time, you know, send me some pictures so I can see what I'm up against. And right. what I was trying to do was actually clean my office a little bit more before I could before send Before you pictures. sent the first picture? Oh, <laughs> I didn't want to scare funny. her away. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I told her that story. She started laughing when she got there. But I actually oh, made my cute. office worse by trying to clean it. Yeah, I bet you did, yeah. Well, I saw the before pictures, and then I saw the after pictures, and it's just quite amazing. But let me just ask you this. Isn't it so much easier now to work and get more things done because your office is organized and you know where things are and you don't have to search for anything? Absolutely. It gives me complete focus. Yeah. 
You know, I used to sit down at my desk and I'd have 12 piles. Which one do I start on first? Now I've and then got it gets overwhelming pile. and then you don't do any because yeah. you're like, oh, gosh, what am yeah. I going to do? Forget it. I'll just go to something else. And then you go check the sports scores. <laughs> well, when Missy came in, she made it so easy. I, I couldn't believe it. And uh, she came in. She says, okay, um, I know what to do. I can handle this. Yeah. And, and the way she said it was uh, she knew she had a big challenge. But she was already here. She had already flown across the country to be with us. So um, we got started, and we worked for three solid days from uh, from early in the morning till you know ten, eleven o'clock at night, something like that. And uh, between there was there was five of us actually. She had brought two people, her parents, to help. Right. And between the, them and me and Gina, we spent. Something like 140 or 145 man hours. Wow. Which is a lot. And uh, we got this place cleaned up. It was just amazing. And, and now people walk in and they go, holy cow, what happened here? <laughs> now, did you shred anything? Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and well, that's we, good. <laughs> and we filled the dumpster as well. We have pictures of Yeah, I saw of the dumpster. I saw the picture of the dumpster. Yes, that well, was an I empty mean, and, 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 and as minor as most people might think, you know, decluttering is because they're like, oh, it's not a big deal. Trust me when I say this, and I, I've been coaching now for three years and speaking around the world, around the United States for three years. Uh, it is the biggest problem that people have. It is just a, it's, it maybe it's just a, a crutch or something. I, I don't know what it is, but people, a lot of people have this issue that they're cluttered and they don't even know where to start or where to begin. Now, I only tell people that they should do it. I'm not a professional organizer. I say you have to do that before you can uh, market your business or write a book or do anything, but you have to do it. And Missy is that person to hire. Her name is Missy Bystrom, and she's located in California, but apparently she'll just fly anywhere uh, to do that. So let's go back to uh, scanning school. Now, uh, I just talked about writing a book because you can uh, get rid of clutter. Aren't you also writing a book? Well, I did write a book. It's called Scanning 101. Great. And I, I, I wanted to be, to be able to say that I wrote the book on scanning. And that was it. important to me because uh, really there's not one out there that I could find that talked about what we do. Yeah. And so I wrote this book. Well, let me just interject there, because most people think, that's a great point, most people think, oh, uh, I'm, I'm not going to write a book about my business, you know, scanning. Who's going to write a book on scanning? Well, that is why you should write a book, and that helps you stand out like a rock star, because if there's no other books on scanning and you wrote the book on scanning, then you're going to stand out and people are going to hire you and people are going to come to your uh, seminars and boot camps because you're the guy that wrote the book on scanning. So it's a genius idea. Good for you. Well, listen to this. Not only has it uh, brought in uh, people who want to learn about scanning, it's actually helped our business. Right. Because now uh, we get calls. Uh, primarily we, we market locally. But we're getting calls now from around the country of uh, different companies that are shipping us documents to be scanned because we're the experts. Right. We have uh, local companies that uh, we have not done business with before, but they found us on the Internet, and they see that on our website that we wrote a book. So they want to do business with us and not somebody else locally because we're the experts. Why would they want right. to do business with somebody who's not an expert? You know, they, you know, we're dealing with people's documents. If you miss a page or if you uh, get them uh, out of order and things like that, you're, you're damaging the integrity of their documents. And so who wants to have that problem by dealing with somebody who's not an expert? By, you know, That's right. 
so, so that has really helped a lot. So if, if somebody's in business and they write about their own industry and become an expert, they stand out from the competition. That's really what all that is about. So, and then guess what? We've actually had other uh, shredding companies uh, and storage companies uh, that are local come to us and say, hey, we don't want to do scanning. We would rather have a uh, subcontract that out to you. Would that be okay? Yeah. So now local uh, quasi-competitors are actually subcontracting scanning projects to us because they saw that we wrote a book on scanning and that we must know what the heck we're doing. That, yes, so awesome. that's very cool. That's very, very cool. All right, we have uh, just a couple of minutes left, and I want to make sure I give everyone the website. So if someone would want, would want to go to this scanning school in June, uh, give me the dates and give me the website that they could go to register and uh, just a little bit more about anything else you want to say. Sure. Uh, the, the website is scanningschool.com. That makes sense. <laughs> and uh, the, uh, the dates are June 24, 25, and 26. June 24th, 25th, 26th, and it's in Fort Lauderdale, Florida? It's in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. On the website, if you go to the register section, uh, we're actually holding the, uh, the conference at the Hyatt Pier 66, okay. which is very close to our office, and it's uh, uh, very close to the airport, and it's right there on the water. We're creating a fantastic experience for everybody, That's and great. we have a great, fun event planned for the daytime and the evening. So, and um, if, you, if you were to go to the website, how much would it be to go to said seminar? Well, we have a special going on right now. Uh, ah. we, we're af- actually offering two people to go together. Good. And if you uh, – then t- typically someone would want to bring their, their uh, business partner uh, or, their, or their spouse or the significant other because, uh, you know, you want to go home and, and digest this and, and then hit the ground running. Two heads are better than one? That's correct. Yes. So, so if, uh, if you go to the website and you type in the words rock star. I love that. Now, gee, where did I get that from? I don't know. Genius, though. <laughs> Normally our price is uh, $29.97, and we're offering, uh, if you type in the word rock star, we're offering for two people to go for two days uh, in the conference uh, at the Hyatt and a half day in our production facility for hands-on experience is only nine ninety-seven. Nine hundred less than a thousand bucks for basically a three-day event. Is that correct? That's correct. Three-day event in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. You gotta go see these guys, Andy. Uh, Andy St. George. Andy Sokol and Gina St. George, thank you guys so, so much. www.scanningschool.com. Uh, say goodbye, guys. Goodbye. Bye. Hope to see you soon. See you guys soon. This is Craig Duzzle with Rock Talk. We will uh, see you next week here on Toginet Radio Station. Bye-bye. <laughs>